Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's Faith Mariah, and I have a very special guest here today. I have to tell you guys, I was trying to do a solo podcast, and my ADHD just was not having it. And so I have Kelsey from Team Faith Mariah here to help me defeat my ADHD. Hello, <laughs> Faith. Podcast. <laughs> Kelsey, say hi. Like, why don't you let people know who you are and what you do in case there's people that don't know you? Yeah. So, um, like you said, Kelsey from Team Faith Mariah. Most people around Faith Mariah land probably know me from running your bundles and summits. I do all kinds of things in the online space. Um, but my biggest and most favorite thing is organizing projects with lots of pieces. So that is kind of my go-to thing. And yeah, that's, that's what I do. Yeah, that's really awesome. Kelsey's been on the team, what, about a year now? Is that a right? A year this month. Whoa, it's your work. Well, happy work anniversary. <laughs> it's probably almost to the day, honestly, because it was right after Thanksgiving last year. That's so funny. Yeah. So Kelsey came on the team and was originally doing customer service, kind of general VA stuff, but she helped me do one of the bundles and you just did such a good job and it was very successful and we just grew it more and more. And now we do, gosh, I don't even know, an event, an event almost every month. It feels like, is that I think right? It's, it's probably for, looking like it for the trajectory we have going. <laughs> yeah. Kelsey's a really good sport. I feel like working for me, I don't think is, is fun or easy for a lot of people, but Kelsey does really well. And the, <laughs> the reason why is because the pace is a little brutal at here. I feel like we do a lot. I think a lot of coaches that kind of do what I do and make about what I make around our size do maybe like two or three launches a year. We do yeah. like one launch a year, a bundle or, or one launch a quarter, a bundle or summit a quarter, an event a quarter. I mean, it's like nonstop. We just really pivot from, mm -hmm. I can't think of a time where we're not on a runway to something, to be honest. No, we're on like three <laughs> runways right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what is that? Like people are like, oh, you launch and then you'd stop. I'm like, what is that? I don't know. That's not in my blood, but Kelsey does really well working with me and has been so great on the team because you are fine with that pace and don't get overwhelmed. And I wanted to to talk with Kelsey because we actually just cranked out a huge project that we dropped on Black Friday, which was Creator Camp. In addition, like while we were doing that, she's putting together bundles and summits. We have a lot going on. And I just wanted to sit down and kind of do a podcast episode for you guys about big projects and how to actually get them done. In my mind, I feel like I'm someone who has a really hard time getting things done and struggle with productivity. But we do output, I feel like, a very high amount for the size of our team, for the resources that we have. I feel like we do a lot. And so I'd love to hear from you, like some of your tips for people that are listening. If you have a business and you're like, I want to do a big project, but I'm a solopreneur, I want to give them some tips for how you can get that done. And Kelsey and I will kind of go through our process for how we do all these projects. So for you, Kelsey, with all this going on and always having so many balls in the air and so many projects coming up, what, how do you kind of prioritize things and decide what to work on each day when you come to work? The biggest thing I think is knowing what your tools are that you're going to use to make this happen, right? If you are 
on kind of a crunched up timeline or you want to get something out, it is not the time to go on an adventure finding new software to use. Like know what your tools are, know how to use them. Like as anybody I feel like who has been around the mastermind or anything else that we have done, we are big Airtable people. And I am like a huge, huge lover of Airtable, but then also have something like Asana where you can set yourself those deadlines. You can have things, you can see what's coming up, but then you get the reminders as well. You know, like I've worked on other teams where maybe we use Notion or Trello or something else, but you don't have as much flexibility, I would say, to set those reminders and just have your deadlines of what you need. And whenever we put something on the calendar, for instance, our bundles or summits, I always, we start with the cart open dates. Like what dates are, are this thing going to be open? How many, we work backwards. How many days do we want to promo it? Like for instance, usually we have a wait list. How many days do we want the wait list to be open? And then from there, how long is it going to take me to build everything that has to be open before, or has to be ready before the wait list opens? And then I put that date on the calendar and you just, you, it's very simple. Like it sounds almost too simple to be true. And I think that's what a lot of people overlook. They overlook the fact that you literally just put the dates on the calendar. You work backwards. You ask yourself, even if I'm by myself, how long is it going to take me to get this thing out? Then I need to put this date that far out, maybe probably with a couple buffer days on the calendar and have a reminder set so that I know that I need to be working on it. Yeah. I have this well, I have a couple jokes I make about productivity. One of them is I work for Kelsey and Rebecca. I just do what they tell me to do. <laughs> but the other one is like, Asana is the boss of me. I just go on Asana and do what's on the list. Because my brain every day is like, oh, we should do this. Oh, we should do that. Oh, we should do this. Like, I'll tell you guys, this is going to sound really off-putting for my creatives. You're not going to like this. I hated hearing people say this for a long time, too. But I think making a plan and just following the plan allows me a lot more creative freedom and a lot more peace in my business than when I just decide what to do on the day. And as a coach, I can tell you it's very difficult to access the higher, the highest thinking part of our brain in the moment, like when we're deciding what to do right in the moment, because our brains are programmed to conserve energy. They're not conserve, they're not programmed to prioritize the most important task. It's like prioritize literally like what's the easiest, like funnest, least energetic thing I can do right now. Let's go lay on the couch and watch Netflix. That's what my brain wants to do in the moment all the time, right? And so it's gonna be very rare that I sit down at my desk and my brain's like in the moment, like, you know what we should do? Like all of the copy for the upcoming event. (laughs) It's never gonna wanna do that, right? All of the promo email, for the swipe copy for the next bundle. You know what you should do? Stay here for three hours and write emails. Like I never want to do that. There's never (laughs) going to be a day, right? And so having that structure in Asana and just knowing the deadlines really, really helps us. And it's not really about Asana or Airtable or the tools. I think Mm -mm. the big thing is just having a system that works for you, that you stick with and you use consistently. Mm -hmm. And for us, we use Asana for task management. That's where it's basically like a mega to-do list. It has all of the projects in it, everything, the launch calendar. It's like to-do list stuff. And then Airtable is where we keep like data, where we keep information organized, where we have client information, we have projections, we have stuff that we're tracking, all of that type of stuff. 
but there's lots of programs that do to-do lists and lots of programs that you can organize data. You just need to pick one and, and stick to it. Mm-hmm. So those are really, really good tips. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've never planned before, this is a question I get all the time. If I'm doing a project I've never done before, they're mm-hmm. like, okay, Faith and Kelsey, like, that's great for you. You guys do this shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done a summit. Maybe you want to do a summit or you want to do a podcast collaboration, or you want to do an event, or you want to get a program out, or you want to do a launch, but you've never done it before. How do you suggest people start? Just make a big to-do list and then schedule? Yeah, I would ask yourself, what are the pieces that I would need to have in place? And inevitably, because just like what we discovered, even just today, we had somebody comment in the Facebook group about needing something for one of the bundles. You have to understand that these processes are going to be a little bit fluid. There are some major pieces you need. Like if you're planning a big launch for something and you've never launched something before, you know you need a landing page, right? Like you know you need a way for people to pay you or sign up for your thing or whatever that is. So ask yourself, like, what are those big things that I'm going to have to have? And then you know, ask yourself how much time do I have to work on it in a day and how long, you know, how long do I think that this thing is going to take and leave yourself some buffer room or be willing to flex your dates if you have to. Not flex your dates because you're dawdling or procrastinating or other reasons, but if it really, really comes down to it and you have to flex a date, you know, just be willing to do that. But looking at If I need a landing page, I'm going to need graphics. I'm going to need copy. I'm going to need an email to deliver this to somebody. You know, I just went through a pretty substantial launch with another client and, um, it was, it was an interesting thing because this person had never done a big launch like this before. And so every time they would give me a task, you know, I would come back to them and say, okay, but I need this piece of the, this piece of the puzzle to make this task happen. So, you know, you have to be willing to kind of go with things as the, as they come at you, be a little bit flexible, but overall just start with that to-do list and work from there. Yeah. And get those dates down. I would do like Mm -hmm. a, I would say to do a brain dump of everything you think needs to be done and then heavily audit it and delete as much shit off of there as possible. Mm -hmm. And I think something that our team is really good at because we have so much going on, everybody's to-do list is basically tapped out, I think, at this point, right? <laughs> and, like, there's so much going on. We have so much to manage. There's so many projects happening all the time. There's a lot of things, I think, that just get ignored. And I think that's a good thing. Like, I think mm-hmm. a really big asset as an entrepreneur is just being able to, like, make it happen and, like, get it out and then understand it'll get better over time. So, we just went through this with Creator Camp. I decided to launch the membership. I think people think this was like a very long planned project that we like spent months building. Like I've gotten messages from people being like, oh my gosh, your branding is great. You guys must have spent so much time on this. <laughs> and I was like literally laughing because I think Kelsey and I made all the assets for the launch in like five days. Yeah. I mean, it was probably, well, and when like, Let's on that note, let's talk about, I mean, didn't we just decide to launch it for Black Friday, like at the beginning of the month? Yeah, like late October, early November. I I was doing the mastermind launch. We closed cart on the mastermind on Thursday. I would have to look, but it was like the week before Black Friday or something. So I had, and that was a pretty extensive launch. Like I did get social media done week, which was a whole two week long, basically free training. We did a week 
a cart. And then I turned around and launched a brand new program for Black Friday. Like granted, this is my career now. I'm like eight years into doing this full time. So I have a lot of experience like turning things around. It doesn't take me as long to make graphics or a sales page as it once did. (laughs) Right. And I have a team to help me. I always try to be transparent about like, it's not just me doing it. A lot of this launch was me doing it because I didn't have enough time to leave, to give the team stuff to do because they're already tapped out for the week. Um, And Kelsey was kind enough to like step in and help me with a few things and some graphics and some stuff for the page. But I just decided I wasn't willing to go into January one without it done. And when we did get social media done week, it just showed me how much people need support with social media and seeing people like actually being able to post and like get so many posts out and like feeling excited and supporting each other. And then just closing that offer and walking away. I was just like this it felt like I was like abandoning the community or something. It sounds like really dramatic, but I was just like, this is something we're good at, like on our team, like we're good at facilitating community experiences. We're good at bringing people together to support each other, doing the challenges. I think, I believe a lot in that. I think people can get more stuff done. And I was just like, this is something we're good at. It's a need that our community really has. I'm not willing to wait on something like that when I see it it just has to be now and I just decided it has to be now and that was one of the things I wrote down when we were talking about this episode when we're talking about big projects I think a lot of it is like you just have to decide like that it's happening and you put the date on the calendar and we were like it's launching on Black Friday I launched it the Monday actually before Black Friday and I was like that's just that Mm -hmm. it's just it just is going live then and it it just is what it is and I'm just going to get it done and that decision-making, I think, is really, really powerful. And then to go back to what we were talking about before, a lot of that meant that there was a lot of things that I would love to have had done for Creator Camp that are not done yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, And it doesn't mean that the offer is not good. Like, What I think is really great about that example is I think Creator Camp is going to be awesome. They're going to have a great time in December. I'm going to drip the curriculum out to them as I make it. They're going to get progress on their social media. They're going to go into January 1 with a ton of momentum. They're going to have a ton of clarity in what they're doing. They're going to get all of the assets as I make them. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a win for everybody, right? It's like Mm -hmm. they get the community. Our business gets a new offer. um, And if you're waiting on an idea like that, I hope this just inspires you. Like pick the date, decide what has to be done, decide what you're willing to leave on the table. There were things that had to be done to launch it. Like we had to have the cart page done. We had to have the sales page done. We had to have emails to send out. We had to have graphics. We had to have the welcome packet. Like there were stuff that like had to be done. There's a lot of stuff that is going to be done for creator camp over the next year. Like there's going to be a whole curriculum made next month, but that didn't have to be done before we launched it. So I think deciding what are the absolute must do's and what are just like nice to do's and I think people often get those confused and then they end up waiting to launch waiting to do a summit waiting until whatever until I can do absolutely everything and Mm -hmm. we kind of do the opposite where we look at like what's the bare minimum that has to be done (laughs) for Mm -hmm. this thing even Kelsey like I would love to hear you talk about this too because when you came on the process for bundles and summits was not what it is now right it was like (laughs) I was like I want to start doing summits let's do one yeah. Right. And like, we just did it the best that we could. And mm-hmm. then we evaluated it and got better over the last year. Right. So how do you think that process is, has evolved? Um. Well, 
<laughs> it has it has done a lot of evolving and like I said before it continues to evolve as we as we see where the needs are like if you're going to launch something and you know it's something you want to do more than once you know that it's a process like you do it and you're like I love this I want to do it again look at that process and ask yourself things like you know, where did I get a lot of questions? Where did I get a lot of feedback? How can I build that into my systems and my tools to make sure that I'm answering people's questions before they know they have that question? And that's a big thing, I think, with what we do is really paying attention to the needs that people have having a good way to communicate with them. And almost, I'm sure people get sick of seeing our name in the inbox because they're like, there is another email from that Kelsey girl on Team Faith Mariah. And she is (laughs) sending me emails all the time. And you know what? It's got all the information there. You know, I've seen... I've seen a lot of different ways of doing it. You know, I've worked on a couple teams now with events, with lunches, with that sort of thing. And it, I can really see how it makes a big difference when you're doing something over and over again like that, that you really pay attention to the process that you're creating. And then like you said, being willing for like, are there, are there probably quote unquote better ways to do some of the things that we do? There probably are. There probably are fancier, prettier ways to do it than what we do, but what we do works and it gets the job done. And that's what's really important. It communicates with people like we are consistently in, I would say at least half of all of the summit and bundle feedback forms we get, they talk about how well organized these events are. Are they the perfect events? Are they the flashiest on the, you know, on the contributor side of things? Not always. I mean, I think we do a really good job, but we certainly, you know, don't have some of these flashier effects, but it's okay because the information is there. People are getting what they need. And they're having a good experience in the process. Yeah. And I think if we had waited, if I had waited till like we had the perfect, it all perfect to do our first summit, to do our first bundle, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have the process hammered out. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I brought Kelsey on because I knew we wanted to do more events and I knew we needed, I knew Rebecca and I were tapped. That's crazy for me to think about Rebecca and I were, Rebecca and I worked for a long time, just me and Mm -hmm. her, like for a long time. And now I cannot imagine I can't imagine. And now we're up to four people. I can't five people with Melanie. I can't imagine not having you mm-hmm. on the team and like having less people. But the, yeah, the first event was just me and Rebecca and we were both pretty tapped out, but I was like, this is something I want to do. Let's just test it and see mm-hmm. what the results are. And if we like doing it and we did, and then we brought Kelsey on and we just made the process better and better. And she's really done most of it like herself, like and grown the process and made it better and better. But for any business, you know, and like creator camp too, it's like just putting it out and Mm -hmm. creator camp a year from now is going to be mind blowingly better than what it is right now. Like the Mm -hmm. amount of stuff we're going to put in there, the guests we're going to have, Kelsey and I already are like doing the lineup for workshops in there. It's so like Mm -hmm. the, um, the level of access that they are going to get is at that price is insane. Like Mm -hmm. they are getting, we are getting like, I feel like I'm hyping this up too much, but we are getting some really good guest workshops in there to come in there for them. Mm -hmm. And if we waited to have a vault of guest experts and the perfect curriculum and all of the, I'm making a bunch of workbooks and trackers and stuff they're going to get for the challenge that's starting December 1st. And like, if we waited till all of that stuff was in place, this offer would probably wouldn't 
we're probably a year out from launching the offer. And in that time, it's like all of the people we could have helped, all of the good we could have done, all of the revenue we could have brought in, all of that is is squandered and wasted, right? And I see it all the time in people's businesses where it's like, we're waiting for the perfect time to put the course out. We're waiting for whenever. And it's like, you just have to decide it's now. And this is dark, but I said it on a live stream and I really believe this. Our brains love to tell us like there's a better time that we're going to be less busy next month or there's going to be a better time in the future. And you're not fucking guaranteed that. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know, like I was talking to them, like I started getting migraines last year. Like you don't know that you're going to be healthy. You don't know that people in your life are going to be healthy. You don't know that you're going to have more time. You don't know um, in the pandemic, I coached a ton of people because they thought their kids were going to go back to school. And then there was another round of the pandemic and a bunch of them ended up having their kids. They thought their kids were going to be at school and then they weren't like, you're not guaranteed anything. And I, I hate to be like pessimistic, but in business, you can't wait for something that's not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And so well, I think like deciding it's now and just going and then just yeah. let it get better. And I think very much to that point, like you talked about, what was it? 60 something people signed up for creator camp. Was that correct? I think or, it's more than that now, but more yeah, than that at now. least that. But I mean, you know, we had all these signups for creator camp and those are people who are going to get in there. They're going to do that first challenge and they're going to hit the ground running in January. You know, like you and yeah, I were, we're going to have this- like probably by the time it's, I would think we're going to be close to like a hundred but like, yeah. yeah, it's probably at least 70 business owners that are going to go into January 1 with a ton of momentum, yeah. a ton of practice, a ton of momentum, a ton of tools they can use, all of it. And they will and, have done it during the busiest season of the year. And that's why I wanted to do the challenge in December. And that's something I've ta- had a lot of conversations in the DMs about is people are kind of like, I want to join, but I don't know if I can do the challenge in December. And I'm like, you have to learn how to be able to do social media when you're busy. You cannot... Mm-hmm don't wait to do things until you're less busy because guess what? You have to run your business year round and December happens every year. So it's like, are you, you know, it's, it's like the time to do things in your business is now. And that's always been kind of my philosophy in business when I know, you know, if there was a time where I didn't know where I wasn't sure where we were going with the business and I didn't know if a low ticket offer made sense for what we were going to do. And I didn't launch it then I like waited but after that challenge, I felt like I knew that was where the business was going. I was like, I know I can be useful here. I know I can scale it. I know I can get the volume we need. I know it's not going to be easy, but I know I can do it. And I see where we're going. And as soon as I knew that, it's like, it's motherfucking go time. I do not wait on things the business needs. The business needs a, a VA, we hire them. The business needs a product launch, we launch it. The business needs more summits, we do them. And we don't wait on the things that we know we need. And I think Creator Camp is kind of like that too. If you know you need social media, get your ass in there. There's like, it's such a good offer. The price is insane. It's less than $10 a month, right? And we made it like that on purpose just to make it like, I just wanted to make the most like duh offer we've ever offered. And I think we've put out a good amount of duh offers, but this one is like really actually crazy. Yeah. No, this (laughs) one is... I I was just like looking back at all of the stuff, like as it started coming out, because like you said, I mean, it came out Black Friday week. And so I was kind of tapped out doing other things. And as I'm seeing it on your stories come up, I'm like, dang, we did good. And we just, like you said, we got in there, we got it done. 
And now there's that many business owners that are going to have what they need to start the year off and to start off really strong and not be starting in January from zero when it's cold and dark and everyone's tired. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And look, if your audience is small too, like don't count you out, like don't count yourself out. Like, you know, there's lots of business coaches that'd be like, oh, 70 people is like nothing. Right. But it's all in how you look at it. You can look at two people and be like, you know what? Like these two people, I'm going to help them with weight loss, or I'm going to help them with their crafts and help them find peace in the holiday season, or I'm going to help them do whatever it is you help people with. Even if you can just help one or two people, that's still an impact, right? That's still like, you know, the whole name of the game to me has always been like, how many people can we help? How can we be more impactful? Right. And you start with just one or two people. There was a lot of times in my business where we did challenges that did not have a thousand people signed up. It did not even have hundreds of people signed up, right? We did challenges when the mastermind launched, there was 10 people in it. Like we started with those 10 people. The mastermind was like 10 spots, maybe 20 spots when I launched it, I think the first time. And now there's hundreds of people in that offer, but we didn't start there, right? We just started by like impacting those first 10, 20 people that bought and scaled up from there. And I think you've got to just find where can you be impactful and why are you waiting? And really question those reasons, right? Because it'll be like, oh, well, December is a busy time or oh, this or oh, it'll be better then. And you really need to look at that and be like, is that true? Is it true that January is going to be a better time? You don't know that January, like, and I hate to be pessimistic, but I am that way, <laughs> right? I'm like, January could be way worse. Like you might not get a better shot than you have right now. You are not fucking guaranteed that. And like I said, like you cannot wait for things in business that you're not guaranteed. Like you've got to make moves. So Hopefully this inspires you guys. I hope like, I, like I'm saying, like, just break it down, brain dump everything that you think you need to do. And then I would go through that list and viciously audit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would do only the things that actually have to be done and mm-hmm. then put those into Asana or on a calendar. Like they just need dates. It's like tasks and dates, tasks and dates. And time limits. (laughs) You know, like we went through that when we were creating those graphics. We were like, okay, like we have to get these done right now immediately. Like we're not going to sit and look at 75 fonts. Like we're going to look at 10 fonts. We're going to pick one and we're going to go with it. Yeah, we did crank out that branding. We were like, (laughs) I was just like, I don't even know. I (laughs) Canva is like such an amazing tool though. I just searched on canva for like camping graphics and like (laughs) pulled i got on a call with kelsey i had like 30 i don't know instagram font picture things i had made and i was like i kind of like this and we kind of like this and what do we like the vibe of and what do we want it to be and we just yeah on that call probably in 30 minutes we picked the graphics and the fonts and then from there it all like we just built it off of that we just used all the the same graphics, the same colors. Um, you made me that color palette in Canva, which was so helpful. I didn't even know you could do that. I guess you have to have a pro account, but if you have a pro account, you can put all your brand colors in there. Who knew? <laughs> That's why I have to have people that are smarter than me work for me. <laughs> he's like, oh, you just put them here. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> like, here you go. Now we can switch and we've got all the brand colors. Anytime I go in Canva, I can go in the creator camp Canva and she has like the, all of the colors. So I just use those colors when I'm designing things and it makes it so easy. And then I use our same kind of signature graphics. I just copy over getting it, but don't spend a lot of time on that. Right. It's like, I wouldn't give yourself more than 20 minutes, 30 minutes to do that. We did all the branding and yeah. 30 minutes, wouldn't you say? Yeah. And it was so cute. 
I mean, if anybody so great. It, it's so cute. <laughs> I love it. Well, I really wanted to do something different. I love for a long time. I was like, it's black and gold. This is it. This is the brand. We're done here. But for Creator Camp, I just wanted something different and fresh and new. And it just made me so excited to work on it, mm-hmm. doing the orange and brown. I know that sounds so silly, but it would like really made me excited. And the camping stuff was so fun. And so, but that's not something like we did not spend hours on that branding. Like no. we spent, like I'm saying, 30 minutes on that because we had other shit to do. Like I didn't have time to do that. And I wouldn't, if you're a single entrepreneur, like you do not have time to mess with that. You don't even, you have less time than me because you don't even have a team. So like you probably need to do it in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> when you make well, that extra six figures, then you can have 30 minutes. Okay. To do branding. <laughs> Some branding expert is listening to this now, just like, oh my God. <laughs> like, okay. But you Get know what? And the thing is, is like, like we made the decision, we got it done. Like you were talking about making the decision to get it done. We made the decision, we got it done. You didn't come back to me five times and say, we need to move this tree over a quarter of an inch. Like, no, it was like, it's done. This is good. It looks nice. It's it's cohesive. It's done. And we're moving forward with the project. Yeah, I think people get stuck on trying to get everything perfect. Also trying to like, you know, I said this about bundles and summits before. Our first like bundle we ran, Rebecca helped me and bless Rebecca. She's an angel, but we neither of us had time to put a bundle together like at (laughs) all. Like it was like a really crazy thing of me to even ask her to do. And she even was straight with me. She's like, I can help you for this much time, but like I don't have a ton of time to do this. And I was like, we'll just do it the best we can. And whatever we do is fine. And we'll just see where we end up. But our first bundle and our first summit we did were not like amazing by any stretch of the imagination. But we had to go through that to get the process we have now. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, you have to be willing to be a beginner at things. I cannot expect we've never done a bundle or a summit at that time. I cannot expect to be as good at the bundles and summits as we are at launching when we've done hundreds of launches, it's like, yeah, some of that experience comes over and like, but it's still a new thing. And so I think just being willing to let things evolve, do a beginner version, stop trying to do a great version of it, do a beginner version of your thing, be willing to be bad at things. Um, And then just look, always debrief, look at what you're doing and like learn from it. And as long as you do that, like it will get better. And a year from now, I'm always looking at where I want the business to be a year from now. And I'm like, what do we need to do today? So I know like this, this will happen for us. And what do we need in place? And for me, it was like, I knew we had to get better at doing events. And I had to be willing to do the first couple with limited resources without Kelsey, (laughs) like kind of a man down. (laughs) well and you like actively tried to talk me out of it too you were not joking around you're like are you sure are you sure you want to do this work and I was like yes I am (laughs) I interviewed someone recently for a job and I said that to her she was just like I don't think this is right for me and I was like good like that's just good to know Mm -hmm. but I just try to be straight with like this is a lot of work Mm -hmm. our team is fast Mm -hmm. I'm not slowing down and like can you kind of hang right and like Mm -hmm. not only am I fast and nuts then Rebecca is also just as fast as me and super Mm -hmm. organized and it's like I can't have like people on the team that spend a long time thinking about things or need a lot of like consulting for me and Rebecca or like whatever and that's why you were perfect when we came in because I was able to like give you your project you just deal with them 
you do your thing, we do our thing, and like everybody's happy and good. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not a place for everybody. <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to get employees. I'm always saying that on the podcast. I'm like, I'm not easy to work for. I'm really not. <laughs> Trust me, you're not hard to work for either though. I have the right people when you have the right people, it works mm-hmm. out, but it's not it's not a team or a job I can put anybody in. Like not everybody could do your job. Like mm-hmm. I just know that. Like you have to be very entrepreneurial, mm-hmm. you know, to work here. Anyway, any other final big project thoughts we need to leave them with? I would definitely say like break things down, audit your to-do list, take be ruthless, only do the things that like have to be done. Mm-hmm. A lot of things people think think happen. A lot of people would say like I can't launch a membership without a curriculum. I just sold a member thousands of dollars worth of a new offer. The curriculum hasn't come out yet. <laughs> There's no curriculum oh. in it. I gave them like a good amount of content. They have the podcast that we're doing, which people are loving. They mm-hmm. have bonus workshops to go through. They are working on their first badge. Creator camp, you guys get virtual Faith Mariah badges, by so the way. They're so cute. They're oh so gosh. cute. We were like dying over them. I was like sending Kelsey in the chat. I was like, look at my badges. <laughs> you get Much virtual important. badges for doing <laughs> things for your social media. And we're going to do challenges every month and it'll be really fun. But a lot of people would be like, I have to, certainly I have to have the curriculum done before I sell it. And I'm like, is that really necessary? Well, no, it's not. Not, they can get the first not. module December 1st yeah we can put stuff in the portal for them to get them ready for it like it doesn't have to be done and so it didn't have to be done so we didn't do it mm-hmm. and so ruthlessly edit that to-do list put dates on the calendar mm-hmm. definitely get yourself a project manager asana i think is free right is it yeah asana is free they do kind of trick you they give you like a um a trial you know and then they're like oh your trial is almost over and it makes you think you have to pay for it but you don't so i'm pretty sure we're still on the free plan over we are. there, which is crazy so <laughs> i love that because i pay Same you know how much money i pay for software every month i'm like oh like something free like don't mind if i do <laughs> some free asana okay but there's lots of like programs like that any project manager where you can break a project down and put Mm -hmm. due dates in and in asana you can assign tasks to yourself and just if you don't have a team you just assign all your tasks to you (laughs) and then just know someday when you make money you'll be able to like assign them to other people which is a lot more fun than assigning Or you get team members like me that assign tasks to you. I know that's more (laughs) what happens to me is I have a big list from you and a big list from Rebecca. (laughs) But yeah, get yourself, get yourself a project manager, edit your to-do list down, delete as much stuff off of it as possible. The stuff that's necessary, put in a project manager with a due date. So that Mm -hmm. way you have different parts of the project due each week. And like Kelsey said, you just work backwards. If you want to launch on this date, it's like you just look at your to-do list. You just go week by week mm-hmm. and schedule it that way. And that would be like, I think my advice and just decide, don't wait on things you need to be done. Mm-hmm. Like decide now, decide that later is now, like instead of kicking things down the road, you have to just decide, like, I'm not willing to wait on this anymore. This offer is getting done, especially if it's something, you know, I'm talking about things, you know, need to be done. I think all of us have things in our business where we're like, I know this is the next step. I know this is where we're going. And when you have that feeling, you do not fucking wait. You do not kick that out till next month when you're less busy. You don't kick that out till like someday in the future. It has to be now. And you just make a plan to start chipping away at it. Even if it's a big project, if you're making progress on it, eventually you'll get there. It's just Mm -hmm. one step at a time. Anything else? 
I would say, even if you haven't done it before, don't let the fact that you haven't done it before talk you out of doing it. We have done a lot of things in the past year, a lot of things that we've never done before. We did an in-person retreat. We launched this. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Remember that? Yes, that could be a whole other podcast episode, but. Oh, I feel like I've lived a thousand lives. This year has been crazy. We did an in-person retreat and that was the same thing. Yeah, I said, had no idea what we were doing. I'm sure I've told this story on the podcast, but maybe not. But I, I'll tell it really fast. I <laughs> woke up one morning. This is all true. I woke up one morning yes. at like seven in the morning and I was like drinking my coffee and I sent the team a text and it said, we have to do an in-person event this quarter or I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> She said that multiple times. It was like a a series of voice memos of, we absolutely must do an in-person event. I will die if I do not meet you guys this year. I was like, I feel like if I don't hug everybody, (laughs) it really was. I was like going on in these voice memos. This is what it's like to work for me. Like, and this is just on a Wednesday (laughs) or something. This is like, and we have not in any way been talking about doing an in-person event. Like this is just out of left field. Mm -hmm. I start voice memoing the team and I'm like, if I don't get to hug some of the people in the mastermind and we all don't get to be in person, if we're not all in a house together, I feel like I'm going to actually die. Like I cannot go any longer without doing something in person. And so we, that was at seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. I think by, by lunchtime. By right? 3 p.m. that day, I had booked a house, made a budget, <laughs> uh, made the sales page, went live and sold half the spots. <laughs> Yeah. And we had never done it before. So if we can do something like that, we had never done people. that before. Yes. Kelsey and I just got on a call. And we were like, I was like, okay, well, here's a house. Like we had got the house and then we were like, okay, well, what do we want to include? How much do we think it's going to cost? We made a little budget and we figured out the pricing from there. We tried to keep the pricing as affordable as possible. And then we gave ourselves some buffer mm-hmm. and we just made a sales page and sold it. I don't know. But yeah, I think something like that could like take months of like agonizing over and thinking about and planning. But we were just like, look, like the other thing I'll say is like when I'm doing something for the first time, I'm very transparent with people. Mm -hmm. So with Creator Camp, it's like the vibe was really like be a founding member. You get to be there while I make the curriculum. You get to be there like at the best price we're ever going to offer it at. You get to be with all of us. You get early access to everything before we start scaling it you get to be in the smallest group with us um and the vibe was really like we're gonna create something amazing you can create it with us and when we did the retreat it was like look like this is our first time running a retreat we're keeping the Mm -hmm. ticket prices very very low i mean we barely made a profit for the time and effort we put into that (laughs) i would hate to figure out our hourly rate of what we made on that (laughs) but it wasn't we weren't trying to like make money off of it there's other reasons for doing things in business and Mm -hmm. to me like the community was a really good reason to do that and it was the best it was so Mm -hmm. worth it I would have do it a hundred times over again um but yeah I think just you know that's really funny I forgot we did a retreat this year Jesus (laughs) (laughs) but now we have a baseline you know what I mean so when you get in there you do the next one will be better like it it will be because we have experience like I just don't see how like the next one we make will be worse like that's just not going to happen right <laughs> so just be you know you can be transparent and say this is something I want to do I've never done it before mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a great deal on it this is what I'm going to offer you this is what you're going to get this is when to expect it this is what to expect and as long as you're transparent with people 
people are want to be part of that. I think people mm-hmm. like the energy of like, I don't know, like creating something special and doing something because you're really excited about it. And like, people want to be part of that. Like it's fun for people and it's fun for your community. So mm-hmm. anyway, all of that to say, just get your project done, break it down, be willing to be bad at things. It'll get better over time and get the experience you need. If we want to be great at running retreats, we want to be great at, um, launching things like we have to launch a lot we have to run retreats a lot we have to run summits a lot like to be great takes a lot of practice and so just get in the pool and start doing your reps join us in creator camp it is going to be awesome it's open i'm leaving it open all month you can come in but you should join now because they're getting the um challenge prep podcast right now which is really good people are really really liking that yeah yeah so they're getting a new podcast episode every weekday And then December 1st, we start the challenge and they also start getting the brand new curriculum, which I'm making, which I'm really, really excited, excited about. So that's it. Any final words from Kelsey? I think we covered it. And every time I start talking, we go on a tangent. So I'm going to leave it there. I think we've done a great job. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Thank you so much for being here and everything you do at Faith Mariah. Kelsey and Rebecca are are the stars of the show at Faith Mariah. Let's be real. They keep, well, they keep the wheels on the, me. they keep the wheels on the unhinged <laughs> Mariah bus. <laughs> All yeah, right, guys, uh, we will talk to you guys later. I'll see you guys in creator camp. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.